heavyweight championship was one of my luckiest nights. As a matter of fact, the luckiest night of my life. Yes, I was down. I heard the referee count two. I knew I had to get up, which was part of my professional obligation. But what to do when I got up was the important thing. I decided to stay away from Jack. And uh, it was a very wise decision, as the results showed. Before Dempsey, there were many great champions, but one of the most stylish was James J. Corbett, the conqueror of the famed John L. Sullivan. When I was 17 years old, I was the amateur heavyweight champion of the Pacific Coast. And nine years after that, I won the heavyweight championship of the world. And it only shows what a boy can do when he just takes care of himself. The internationally famous Detroit Brown Bomber, always a great credit to his chosen profession and the race he represents, the heavyweight champion of the world, Joe Lewis. They called him the Brown Bomber, and his home was Detroit. In 1936, after winning 35 fights in a row, the German champion Max Schmeling knocked him out in 12 rounds. Before he would get his revenge, he would become champion of the world. It was June 1937. The winner and new champion of the world, Joe Lewis. A few months later, he met the British champion. From Wales, weighing 204 and a half, wearing black trunks, making his first American pugilistic bow and recognized as the heavyweight champion of the British Empire, Tommy Farr. After 15 grueling rounds, the winner and still champion, Lewis! After the fight, Farr was unbroken. See, can't you people let me have some sleep? Hey, I had a very hard fight last night, and I've got... Two very bad eyes. I enjoyed every minute of it. Louis a great fighter, and the decision went against me, so that's the way it's, it's got to remain, I suppose. I want to fight him in a return very, very badly indeed. One year to the day of becoming champion, Lewis would win the greatest fight of his life. Fifteen rounds for the world's heavyweight championship. Weighing 193... Wearing purple trunks, outstanding contender for heavyweight honors, the former heavyweight title holder, Mark Schmeling. Right and left to the head, a left to the jaw, a right to the head, and Donovan is watching carefully. Lewis measures him, right to the body, a left hook to the jaw, and Schmeling is down. The count is five. Five. Six, seven, eight. The men are in the ring. The fight is over. On a technical knockout, Max Schmeling is beaten in one round. The time, two minutes, four seconds. First round, referee stops it. The winner and still champion, Joe Lewis. In the dressing room after the fight, Lewis was as jubilant as it is possible for him to be. I waited two years for the revenge, and now I got it. While Schmeling still did not have enough. I'd like to fight you lose again. 
not have a chance, I will. But once I beat you, Louis, and you, Louis, beat me, now we even. And I hope the next time we meet again, I'll beat him again. Then came the long list of challengers. John Henry Lewis, Jack Roper, Bob Pastor, Johnny Paycheck. All of them went down before the great champion. But a roly-poly bartender from New Jersey named Tony Galento set his sights on the crown. They called him two-ton. Hey, listen, I want to tell you something. Lewis has got something I want, I'm going to get it. The winner and still world heavyweight champion, Joe Lewis. Well, I got careless. I should have knocked him out. He met them all. The South American champion, Arturo Godoy, tried it. The decision, winner and still world heavyweight champion, Joe 